Let's pray for Leo. Bless you, brother. Lord, we thank you for Leo, for Sheila, for Jonathan. We bring this family before you as they stand to serve you up them. Not just deeds, not just words, but deeds also to follow. Words and deeds to follow in their lives, O God. Challenges and changes today through the word. In Jesus' name. Alright, I'd just like us to take our Bibles this morning to... Um, so I'm going to look at a few scriptures today. Um, so first I want us to, to turn to Exodus 17. I'm not going to read everything, just... I'm just going to read from verse 1 to 7. And everybody find it? Say Amen. Amen. Alright. Um, Exodus 17, verse 1 to 7. Now the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin after their journey according to the commandment of the Lord and pitched in Rahidim and there was no water for the people to drink. Wherefore the people did chide with Moses and said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, Why chide ye with me? Wherefore do ye tempt the Lord? And the people tossed there for water, and the people murmured against Moses and said, Wherefore is this that thou hast brought us out, out of Egypt to kill us, and our children and our cattle with us? And Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, What shall I do unto these people? They are all, they be all ready to stone me. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people, and take thee with Take with thee the elders of Israel and thy rod, wherewith thou smoothest the rock, the river. Take in thine hand and go. Behold, I will stand before thee, therefore, upon the rock in Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it, that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel, and he called the name of the place. Massa and Meribah because the chiding of the children of Israel and because they tempt the Lord saying is the Lord among us or not if you turn to Numbers Numbers 20 verse 1 to 12 now that, that first scripture that I just read was after the children of Israel leave Egypt during the exodus now this other portion of scripture that I'm going to read, which is going to be my main chapter verse that I'm going to minister from today, is after the death of Miriam. Um, then came the children of Israel, even the whole congregation, into the desert of Zin. The first time it was in the wilderness of Zin. Same. It, huh? It's the same. It's the same, okay. In the first month, and the people, thanks for that pastor, I was one trying to clarify that as well. <laughs> in the first month, and the people aboard in Kadesh, and Miriam died there, and was buried there. And there was no water for the congregation, and they gathered themselves together against Moses, and against Aaron. And the people showed with Moses, meaning this strife, with Moses, and speak, saying, Will God that we had died when our brethren died before the Lord? And why have ye brought us, brought up the congregation against, congregation of the Lord into the wilderness 
that we and our cattle should die there. And wherefore have ye made us to come up out of Egypt to bring us in into the evil place? The same old argument. <laughs> it, it is no place of seed or of fig or of vine or of pomegranates. Neither is there any water to drink. And Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly in, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And they fell upon their faces. And the glory of the Lord appear unto them. And the Lord speak unto Moses, saying, Take the rod, and gather thou the assembly together, thou and Aaron thy brother. And speak ye unto the rock before their eyes, and it shall give forth his water. And thou shalt bring forth to, the, to them out of the rock, so so thou shalt give the congregation and their beast And Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock. And he said unto them, Hear now, you, you rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? And Moses lifted up his hands, and with his rod he smote the rock twice. And the water came out abundantly, and the congregation drank, and their beasts also. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, Because ye believe me not, to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore ye shall not bring this congregation into the land which I give, which I have given them. This morning my topic is a failure to trust God. A failure to trust God. The first passage of scripture that I that I that we read today was um, an encounter where when the children of Israel leave Egypt and after they passed by the Red Sea and they wanted water, they begin to murmur and complain. And Moses cried before God, and he he they commanded God, told him that he must um, strike the rock, and Moses did that. But then in Exodus twenty verse one to verse to 12 we we see a similar um, situation happen again with the children of Israel where they had the same old argument or oh, you bring take us out of Egypt because you didn't have enough stuff for us to eat and so forth does that sound sometimes like how some Christian songs <laughs> when things not going our way and but <clears throat> and I'm gonna get into each into the verse a bit but then you notice that at this stage, the Lord gave Moses a special instruction. He said, speak to the rock this time. But instead, Moses strike the rock. And I am um, being a leader sometimes, and I'm sure pastor could attend to that, that. Sometimes the people that you lead just really, you know, rub you around, against the wrong grain, right? They just rub you the wrong way, and he, he sometimes he just make you just fume, you know? And, um, I think Moses was in that situation where he just, he probably tell himself, why did I leave the wilderness to go and bring these people out of Egypt? Because, one of the the interesting thing about the children of Israel, as you read them, is that I haven't recorded in the Bible of a group of people where God shows so much miracles and power um, as the way he did with the children of Israel. 
I mean, he he demonstrated such, um, you know, how much power he have, and still the mama every single time they get, you know. Um, so that was interesting. So while I was reading the scripture, I I, I began to find some nuggets within um, each of within the the, the um, chapter twenty verse two verse twelve and leading on to twenty one, and I have these points. Failure to trust God causes you to strife with the Lord. And if you if you read if you look at verse thirteen of this same scripture, it says, "This is the water." Show me, I'm at the right place. Yes, this is the water of Meribah because the children of Israel strove with the Lord, and he and and he was sanctified in them. So some, what was happening is that, like I mentioned, is that the children of Israel, they constantly fussing and fighting and striving with God because they fail to trust him. They, God has demonstrated so many times by destroying the Egyptian, by parting of the Red Sea, by providing for them a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. But yet they still couldn't see the power and the glory of God. But every time they get in a moment where they either hungry or thirsty, uh, something is not going their way, they begin to fuss and complain and begin to fight against God. And so that is what happens to us sometimes when we don't trust God sometimes. We begin to strive with Him. We begin to argue with God. God, why are you allowing this to happen? I mean, how many of us have been there sometimes? That is exactly what we are doing. We are being like the children of Israel. But, but that's not... That's not what he wants us to do. He wants us to trust him. That when we trust him and, and trouble started to come away, when things not going the way we want, we, will, we know exactly to call upon him for his help instead of striving with him. Failure to trust God can rob you of your blessings. If you, if you look at verse 25 and 26 of the same scripture, take Aaron, for example, he said, take Aaron and Eliza, his son, and bring them in unto Mount Hor, and strip Aaron of his garment, and put them upon Eliza, his son. And Aaron shall be gathered unto the people, and shall die there. So you see what happened as a result of Aaron, of, of, of them not trusting God. Even though Moses is the one who actually strike the, uh, the rock instead of, instead of um, speaking to the rock. Yet Aaron paid for what Moses did as well. And as a result of that, he was robbed of, of leading the people into the children of um, into the promised land. God decided that because of what Aaron did, he cannot lead the people to, um, into the promised land. Jeremiah 17 and verse, verse 1 to 8. I'm just going to just read. 7 and 8 said, I'm just going to just read that quickly. You, you don't have to turn to it if you don't want to. Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. It says that, Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord, and whose hope the Lord is. He said, For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, and that spreadeth out of root by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaves shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, 
neither shall cease or yielding fruit. So these are the benefits when you trust God, you will not have any lack. You, you, you won't be robbed of your blessings itself. So sometimes um, when things get, when we are, we are sometimes when we have a situation where we wonder, where am I going to get the money to pay my rent? I remember when I, when I just moved to the, to the UK, I had a lot of savings. You know, I, I have practically up to 20,000 US dollars moving here, but I didn't have a job. You know, and then my, my, my wife moved here a year before me, so I had to then send money for her to pay the rent. And then when I relocated here as well, I was up practically about a whole year without paying for rent. Now, if you calculate $20,000 for 12 months, and you do the conversion in pounds where you're paying practically about 900 pounds rent per month, um, okay, is that enough, <laughs> right? Plus, plus, I'm not including um, utility bills. And it was a situation where I then find a job where I was just making 135 pounds a week to provide for my family. Sheila wasn't working, I wasn't working. And it was, it gets to a point where I was just there questioning, I was saying, how am I going to pay my rent each, the next month, you know, and I can't, I, it's like it was impossible for us to see our way. But you know what, we, we trust in God, and he, he provides the money each month, you know, by the way, of, of, of a brother, that he will, I mean, he will just, he will just say, Leo, do you have any money for your rent this month? I mean, it's like, and he was just there for us. So every time when we worry that, you know, we won't be able to have enough to, to take care of our bills, he, for some reason, the money just keep coming and we survive, you know? And, and it was just because of our faith and we believe that, you know, we, we were here for a reason. We believe that, that, that God, he will make provision for us. And sometimes you, you have to reach to a point in your life where you have to know who you believe in. Sometimes you have to reach to a point in your life where you either trust God or trust in just the things that you see around you. Because sometimes the things and the situation and the circumstances around us really make us doubt and, and make us believe that, you know, it's, it's going to fail. Because all you see around you is just negative. It's just failure. It's just, it's just drought. It's just barrenness. But then when you trust in God, you see what men cannot see. You see beyond what your natural eyes can see. Amen? Amen. Failure to trust God make you vulnerable to your enemies. If you look at chapter, so if you look at chapter 20, chapter 21 and verse 1 to 3, so this is after everything that's happened after the children of Israel disobey God. In, 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 in chapter 21, and when the king when King Arad and, uh, and King Arad the Canaanite, which dwelt in the south, heard tell that Israel came, sorry, sorry, let me repeat that. And when the king of Arad, of Arad and Canaanite, which dwelt in the south, heard tell that Israel came by the way of the spies, when he fought against Israel and took some of them prisoners. And Israel vowed a vow unto the Lord and said, If thou wilt indeed deliver this people unto my hand, then I will utterly destroy their city. And the Lord hearkened to the voice of Israel and delivered up the Canaanites 
and they utterly destroyed them and their cities. And he called the name of the place Homer. This is the situation where the children of Israel was taken prisoners. Because why? If you look back at the, at the trend and the pattern that they have, they, they, are, uh, uh, they have a, a habit of questioning everything. They have a habit of murmuring. To the point where God actually said that they are stiff-necked people. You know, and imagine you being in a situation and after you've seen everything that God has done, but yet you, you um, he had to turn around and tell you that you are stiff-necked. Eh? I mean, it's just, <laughs> that's just, that's just, you know, so what, what, what happening is that they become vulnerable to the enemy because they, they fail to trust in God. They fail to, to see the Lord as their banner. They fail to see the Lord as their protector. And as a result of that, they were taken captive by the Canaanites. Failure to trust God. So just a few quick scriptures just to give you for if Psalms 56 um, verse 2 to 4 and Psalms 71 verse 1 to 5. And they talk about when you trust God, what he will do, what, what, what he's going to do and help you in terms of with your enemies. Failure to trust God cause you to put your trust in mankind. When we fail to trust God, we will end up trust man, we will end up trust the, the, the things we see around us. And if you, if you take, for example, um, in, in, in Exodus 32 and verse 9, in Exodus chapter 32 and verse 9, this is where, and the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. No, therefore, let me alone that my way might be waxed, my, my right might be waxed with them. So this is where they, 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 one of the, 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 um, one of the, I think I, I chose the wrong scripture there, but the, the scripture I was trying to get is when, when the children of Israel, instead of their focus on, on trying to have a relationship with God himself, they constantly put in, um, having Moses going to God before, uh, for them, right? That it reached to a point when, when God wanted to, wanted to meet with them. They were fearful. They were afraid of, 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 um, of that, of seeing God for themselves. That is to know, no Moses, we will be destroyed. Can you do that for us instead? Sometimes, how many times we, we get to a point in our lives where we, we trust in, in the words of someone else? Uh, we trust in the in the voice or the words of our spouse or our friends or even sometimes of our leaders. And instead of listening to what the Lord is saying to us, instead of listen, instead of having uh, a, that personal relationship with God, so we will when we are in situation, we will know exactly what we need to do to get out of those situations. At times, and this is this is what I believe one of the reasons why the children of Israel murmured so much. It's because they never try to have a, a personal relationship with God himself. Instead, they keep on looking to Moses for everything. When they don't have food, they look to Moses. When there's no water, they look to Moses. When, when the, the enemies come upon them, they look to Moses. But they fail to realize that there was a God behind Moses. That it was not Moses who was doing what he was, what, what all the stuff that was happening. And one of the things that I realized as, as well with, 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 while I was reading the scripture is, and I, this is just my opinion, is that 
when when God tell Moses to speak to the rock and Moses decide to strike the rock twice this is where I believe Moses get into himself and and begin and feel that okay this rod has some sort of power in it you know so I don't need to speak to the rock I'm just gonna strike the rock I want to show to these people okay you want water come on here drink water and sometimes when you when you put when we put when we fail to trust God and we put our trust in in humans, we sometimes fail um, in whatever we do, and and sometimes we operate in a spirit of self rather than allowing God to lead us. And when you when we look at the world, the the, the way the churches are today, you find a lot of leaders they operate on this way, and then the congregation look to them. As, as the as the Messiah, as the Savior, and and it's why because they, they maybe they have the flamboyance and they, they they have the charisma and they have the the fancy jet and cars and and because they, they probably may use they may, they may use, and if you look at all today's you you find that you know where some people want you to send money for you to get get this special water or, or these things to happen to you and 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 we we begin to elevate ourselves. By believing that this is the only way we can get blessed. Believing by, that this is the only way we can get a miracle. And we, 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 we turn our eyes from the, the person who causes the miracle. And put our eyes on the one who God is operating on. And sometimes we need to look beyond the person that God is operating through. And, and look at the person who is being, who is behind the scene, who's, who's causing the miracles to happen. And this is one of the mistakes the children of Israel make. They, 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 they were just seeing Moses, but they weren't seeing God in Moses. And, and as a result of that, a lot of them die in the wilderness. And one of the things while I was reading the scripture is that this, this, this specific, um, this was the second generation of the children of Israel that was making the same mistake as the first generation. Imagine that, right? That is so sad. You know that they could, they, they wasn't even, they weren't learning anything. They weren't learning from the past mistakes that they were making. Failure to trust God caused you to lose focus. And how many a times that because we lose focus, and that happened to Moses in, in, chapter, in, um, in verse 10 and 11, when, when the Bible says, when Moses lift up his, when Moses said to them, Here now, you, you rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? This is where Moses, he was, he lose focus, and he forget what the Lord instruct him to do. He said, the Lord said to Moses, speak to the rock. Instead, because he was so angry, he lose focus of what of, of of what God told him to do, and he strike the rock instead. And instead, and, and what that caused a ripple effect, where Aaron also suffered the consequences. He himself also suffered the consequences, and as a result of that, neither of them were selected to lead the children of Israel into the promised land. So sometimes, um, the, 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 uh, in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6, it said, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. It said, Lean not unto thine own understanding. It said, In all our ways acknowledge him and he will direct our path. And sometimes, when we, when we lose focus, when, when we don't trust God and we lose focus, we end up going down the wrong direction. 
we end up taking a different path that we shouldn't take. Which leads me to my next point. Failure to trust God can mar or delay your true destiny. And sometimes, because we don't trust God, because we, we fail to follow Christ, follow God, and lose focus, our, our destiny, or the direction that God wants to take us, it gets delayed sometimes. Sometimes we end up finding ourselves going round and round in circle, making the same mistake over and over and over and over again. Just like what it, that's what's happened to the children of Israel. In verse, in verse 28 of, of chapter 20, the Bible says, And Moses stripped Aaron of his garment and put them upon Eliezer his son. You see what just happened? And Aaron died there in the top of the mountain, and Moses and Eliezer came down from the mount. So this is what happened here. Aaron was stripped of his, even his very office. And it was given to Eliza, his son. His, his destiny was marred. His, his destiny was, um, he, he never able to meet his, the, the, the true path to his destiny. That was initially, what he, he and Aaron was supposed to, and Moses was supposed to lead the children of Israel into the promised land. But they couldn't do that. In Romans 8, 28 to verse 30. Romans 8, 28 to verse 30. Are you still with me? Amen. <laughs> Romans 8, 28, verse 28 to verse 30. And, and it said, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose, for whom he did for new, he also did predestine to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among. He said, moreover, whom he did predestine, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. You see what happened when we put our trust in God? Our destiny will become a reality. When we put our trust in God, our destiny will not be marred. When we put our trust in God, it does not matter what situation or circumstances that come our way, he will fulfill it. Take for example, imagine you, you are praying for a job and you know the Lord is your supplier, the Lord is your provider and, and, and part of you getting this job is to be aligned with your destiny. But yet, there might be opposition around you. It might be people who even more qualified than you to get the job. But instead of they getting the job, God offer you favor. And he able to allow you to get that job so that it because it's aligned with what he wants you to do. Because it's aligned with your destiny and with, with God calling upon your life. Brothers and sisters, if God has something for you, no one or nothing can stand in the way of you receiving it. But the only person that sometimes stands in the way of our destiny is us. Not the people around us. We are the ones sometimes that stand in the way of our own destiny. And if we just learn to move ourselves out of the way and allow God to lead us, then we will realize our true potential in Him. Amen? Amen. Failure, failure to trust God make you miserable and cause you to murmur. Have you ever been into the position where you 
you just frown and you see some people walk around and they just you, you, you will think that that um that 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 they don't have any teeth in the mouth and afraid to smile you know <laughs> you see some people i mean i I've, I've met people that they're just so negative all the time i've met people that that they just everything every, every they look at the they look for the negative in every situation right i mean there's positive happening but they're so fixated on the, the bad stuff that's happening. And that's, that, that's the one that they always fuss about. Oh, I don't have this. Oh, I don't have that. You know, I, I used to be like that. But one day I realized, I say, you know what, God, I have life. And then, because God gave me the ability sometimes, the opportunity to travel. And, and to, to, to see other culture and to see the way other people live. And I am grateful. I am thankful because guess what? You know, I was I was talking to a taxi driver this week. Um, he from um, he from Pakistan, and he he was saying to me, he said I I I born in the UK, and I, but I, but my parents is from Pakistan. But he said to me, see, you know what? I am so happy that I am in a country where I could be in a taxi and drive around and make money. I can I am so happy that I could be in a taxi in a in a in a country where I don't need to worry. I could go. Anywhere I want, there's free speech and all those sort of stuff. Because he understand those people back in those in, in, in Pakistan, they do not have the privilege we do. There are some when you look at places like Russia and, 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 and North Korea, where people are controlled by by the government and they, they do not have the freedom we have. But yet we 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 worry about just even sometimes not having some milk in the fridge. You know, we worry sometimes about not even having some bread to eat. But do you have life? Do you have food? Are you warm? You know, it's just the small things that sometimes we have to be grateful for. And, and this is exactly, like I said, you, you have generation after generation of the children of Israel. And every opportunity they get is more, more about when they do not have something. That's the first thing come to them. Oh, you take us out of Egypt to kill us. I mean, they forget that God said to them that I will multiply your seed and you will be the greatest nation in the world. He said, I will destroy your enemies for you. And he did that. And he demonstrated that to them time and time and time and time again. But yet still, they, they fuss and they worry. And sometimes, you know, he said that, he said, if you trust me, I will die. I will. I will protect. He said. He said. He said. When you when when the when the flood come, it will not overcome you. He said. When you go to the fire, it will not burn you. You know that's the privilege we have as Christians. And even those who aren't saved, God's mercy and His grace still protect them. So, brothers and sisters, when we trust God, we will be happy. When we trust God, we will not murmur, and He wants us to be happy. Amen. Amen. We, we don't want to be like some people that we are so unhappy that even when we're trying to give an offering, you know, we put a frown in our face. It's like we hold, we put in the money in one and we're trying to hold it back with another. You, you know, some people like that, they're just afraid to, afraid to give. You know, that's not, that's not what God wants from us, you know. And so sometimes we just need to just, you know, change our mindset. Sometimes it, it requires us reprogram ourselves. We condition our mind, you know, and think outside of the box and think differently. Failure to trust God 
can rob you of long life. And we see this happen with Aaron, where because of the fact that he, he didn't, they didn't trust God because of their disobedience, that he died even, you know, God, God he, he died even before he got the opportunity to see the children of Israel to go to the promised land. The same thing happened with Moses as well. And sometimes we, we, we rob ourselves because, you know, Psalm, 6, Psalm 16 and verse 1. He, Psalm 16 and verse 1. He said, Hear ye my, hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. He said, From the end of the earth, I will cry unto thee. He, making sure I have the right. Sorry, Psalm 16. Sorry, Psalm 16. I know that was the song, right? <laughs> yes, Psalm 16, verse 1. He said, Preserve me, O God, for indeed do I put my trust. When we trust God, he will preserve our life. He will preserve us. He will keep us safe in his arms. And that's what he wants us to do. That's what he encourages us to do. In chapter 26 of Exodus um, 21 and verse 6, he said, And the Lord sent fiery stop. And so this is what happened to the children of Israel. Because they were fussing so much. In, in, um, in, in chapter 21, after they fought, this is after... This is, this is, again, after they fought, God demonstrated to them that he can destroy their enemy. This is after they cry out to God and ask them to, to, to help them to defeat the Canaanites, which God did. The Bible said, the Lord hearkened to the voice of Israel and delivered up the Canaanites. And they utterly destroyed them and their city and he called the name of the place Homer. Right? This is after that happened. From verse 4, he said, And they journeyed from Mount Hor, the, um, by the way of the Red Sea, to come past the land of Edom. And the soul of the people was much discouraged because of the way. So now they are complaining now about the journey. Right? And the people spake against God and against Moses. Wherefore have you brought us another same argument, different circumstances? Out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, neither is there any water, and our soul loathed um, this light bread. And then the Lord sent fiery serpent among the people, and it bit a lot of them, and a lot of them died along the way. So you see what happened is that because, because of their failure to trust God, after he just delivered the Canaanites in their hand, yet they are murmuring and they are fussing again, and as a result of that, a lot of them lose their life. Amen? Failure to trust God can lead to rebellion and disobedience. Sometimes when we don't trust God, we become rebellious. We become disobedient. And Moses demonstrated that. Because they failed to trust God. Moses, you find that, um, verse 7, And the Lord speak unto Moses, saying, Take the rod and gather thou the assembly thou the assembly together, thou and Aaron and thy brother, and speak ye unto the rock before their eyes, and it shall give thee water. Moses didn't do that. Instead, Moses, he disobeyed God. And as a result of that, he become, he, his anger um, get into the way of it. And he strike the rock instead of, instead of speaking to the rock. And sometimes when we become disobedient, we become rebellious. And that's what happened. 
when we don't listen to, and, and, and it's not just only with God itself, but even sometimes within our lives, um, when we are, when you are, when sometimes we're in short and we've been given, you know, the, the, the leader may say to us, you know, X, Y, Z. And sometimes because we, 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 we are so much into the flesh, we become rebellious and we become, you know, um, disobedient and we pay the cost for it. But, but that's not what, that's not what God wants for us. He wants us to trust Him. He wants us to be obedient to His word. And when we are obedient to God's word itself, we will definitely reap the good of the land. When we are obedient to his word, we will succeed in whatever we do. When God is not in control, brothers and sisters, everything can go wrong. Every single thing in our life can and will go wrong when God is not in control. Moses was forbidden to lead God's people into the Can into Canaan because he had not carefully followed the Lord's command. He was the spiritual leader of God's people, the one true God whom God gave the law. His responsibility to obey the Lord, the Lord's word, was greater. Because of his greater position and influence. Moses' sin was twofold. First, Moses speak harshly to the people when he called them rebels. As if God, glory and power reside in himself. So this is where Moses stepped out of himself and, and just used up his own authority. Second, he then acted rashly. By angrily striking the rock twice. Than speaking to it as God instructed him. How many times we, um, we sometimes, because we, we do not listen to what God is saying to us, that we act harshly. We lose focus. We lose insight into why we are serving God. We, we lose the reason why we accept Jesus as our personal savior. We lose why the, the insight in terms of why we are here in the first place to serve him. In speaking and acting rashly, Moses showed that he did not trust in God and thus rebelled against God's command. At that time, Moses lacked faith and obedience. But faith and obedience is always the correct path and the correct response to God. Brothers and sisters, my encouragement for us today is we have a generation of the children of Israel that time and time again God proved to them who he is and yet they fail. We had a second generation that also made the same exact mistake. The scripture in the word of God is, is for our edification and for, for our learning. You know where you have fall short. You know where you have made the mistake of not trusting God when, when things get really bad in your life. It could be sometimes illness unto death. It could be sometimes where we, we, are, we will be thrown out of our apartment because we can't afford to pay our rent. 
It could mean sometimes losing our job as a result of any situation that might be happening. It could be a situation where our car gets repossessed because we can't afford to meet our mortgage. It could mean losing your house because you can't afford to come up with your monthly payment. It could mean losing your kids as a result of probably something wrong that they have done. But then if we put our trust in God, if we totally depend on Him, He will see us through. He will make our latter end greater than our than the first. He will make He will make it possible and, and, and show us a light in the end of the dark tunnel. Sometimes all we need to have is just a little bit of faith and just be obedient to His word. All we have to do sometimes is to just listen to Him. Just listen to that still voice that speak in our eyes that said, trust me, trust me. And that's what he wants us to do. Not murmur. The time you take to use that last energy that you have to murmur and fuss. Just use that moment to just thank him. To just reach out to him and ask him to just, to just shelter you. To just comfort you. To just make a way out for you. And he will do it. My encouragement for us today is don't see what your physical eyes see. But look beyond what your physical eyes cannot see. Look by through the eyes of your faith. Because sometimes we can't see it. But behind the door, just when we're ready to give up, is our answer. Sometimes at the moment, at the time, when we're just ready to throw the towel in, is when God is sending the person in our life to, to make a difference in our life. But we won't know that unless we just hold on a little bit longer. Sometimes all we need to do is just wait a few more seconds. Just wait a few more seconds. Sometimes it's, just, it's about us not being hasty in our decision. Sometimes it's about us not, not, not listening sometimes to sometimes people around us. Because sometimes we get bad advice from the people around us. But about just getting on our knees and just calling out to him and say, Abba Father, have mercy upon me. Abba Father, help me. And he will listen to you. It doesn't matter what, what your status is in society. It doesn't matter how rich or poor you think you are. It doesn't matter whether you're male or female, whether you're a child. God will hear you. God will answer you. He, he said he will never leave us nor forsake us. He said he will never leave us nor forsake us. And I, I, my, my prayer and my encouragement for us today... Is that I, I had a different message that different message that I wanted to preach today, but but God give me this word for somebody today. I don't know who you are, but you probably at a point where you feel like totally give up. I I reached to the point once in my life where I I reached to the point of just taking my own life. It I, I reached to the point where I reached to my to the, the love to the very last straw. And and I didn't give up. He, he reached out and he helped me. And today I just want to encourage somebody today, do not give up. It might, your situation may seem as if there is no way out, but there is a way out. He said he is the way, the truth, and he is the life. He wants to breathe life back into somebody today. I don't know who you are, but, but, but if you're hearing this message today, 
Just listen to what the Lord is saying to you. He's speaking to you. He's talking to you. It is His voice. Listen to Him. Forget about all the noise that's happening around you. Forget about all the distraction that's happening around you. Sometimes you just got to stop and just just be still. Just be still sometimes and just just tune out. You know, sometimes you you try to find a radio station and you keep hearing all these these other stations cutting, but it's not the one that you want to hear. Sometimes, you know, it, it may sound like that, but just take your time and be still. And the Lord, you will hear his voice. He will give you the right direction. He will tell you exactly what 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 the instruction, what you need to do. Just listen to him today. Just listen to him to your brothers and sisters. That's, that's my encouragement and my prayer for us today. Father, I just want to thank you for your word today, Lord. I just want to thank you, Father. I just want to thank you for your word and for your people. I pray that the words that were said today, Lord God, that whoever needs to hear, God, let them hear what you are saying today, Lord. Father, I just want to give you honor and glory. I just want to thank you for what you're doing in the life of your people. I pray that we will not be a stiff-necked people, Lord. I pray that we will not be disobedient, but we will be obedient to your word. Thank you for your word today. In Jesus' name.